And we got to get our hearts pliable for the Word of God to come in and change us. Look at your neighbor and say, get pliable. Amen. We got to get pliable under the Spirit of God. You know, you know the, when Jesus was teaching and he was ministering and uh, even preaching to the Sadducees and the Pharisees, you know, they were the religious folks of the day. You know, the Sadducees, you know the reason why they were sad? Because they didn't believe in the resurrection, right? That's why they were sad, you see. Sad, you sees. Okay, but really, that's true. They did not believe in the resurrection. The Pharisees did, but the, but the Sadducees did not. And so, but I'm glad that we believe in the resurrection. I believe, I'm glad that we believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. If you don't believe that, your faith is bankrupt this morning. You need to believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. And the same spirit will raise us up. Amen. On that faithful day when he splits the eastern sky. Do you believe that this morning? Amen. And so we have to look at that, that, that walking in God's truth. Another way of saying this is walking in the light of God's word. When you walk in the light of God's word, you cannot stumble. That will help you to move forward in God is walking in the light of God's word. Psalms 119 verses 105 says it this way. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. So listen, it's going to be very difficult to stumble in moving forward in God when you're walking in the light of his word. Amen? Amen? The Bible says when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of his son cleanses us from some unrighteousness. That's right, all unrighteousness. Amen. amen. Can I get an amen? amen? Somebody say, I'm walking in the light. I'm walking in the light. Amen. Now make sure you're not tearing out parts of your Bible. That you don't agree with. Amen? I don't agree with turning my cheek for, the, for my enemy to slap me on it. I don't agree with that, but I don't tear it out of my Bible. I try to... Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Amen. I don't read it too often, though. <laughs> I only read the portion that says, Jesus, rain hellfire on these people. <laughs> Can anybody relate to what I'm talking about today? Are you in here today? Are you awake today? Amen. Okay. Okay, we're going to... Somebody say move forward. All right. We're going to continue to move forward, hopefully in this message this morning. And uh, number, uh, another way to move forward, we have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. And, you know, I, I believe this is a twofold meaning for the breastplate of righteousness. Number one, God makes us righteous through the cross of Jesus. I call this the great exchange. Amen. Jesus, you know, received our sin on the cross so that we could receive his righteousness from God the Father. Amen. So uh, when he went to the cross, he, he became sin, the Bible says, so that, it, that righteousness may be imputed to us. That word imputed is the King James word. It means imparted to us. Righteousness is imparted to us. And righteousness is not just something that we work for. It's something that we receive by faith when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. 
In other words, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.21, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So you're righteous today, not because of your perfect acts and your perfect works. It's because of, it's because of Jesus' perf perfection, because he walked perfectly on this planet. He never missed it in one area. And he went to a godless cross, and then sin was imparted to him. He became sin. He never sinned. It's our sin was placed on him, but his righteousness was transferred back to us. Really, if you receive Jesus, and if you have received Jesus, in a sense, you were crucified with Jesus that day. Somebody say, the old man is dead. Amen. And so that means that that old person, that sin nature man that you used to walk in is no longer there anymore. Amen. You are a new creation in Christ. Old things are passed away and all things become new. Amen? And so let's just sum this up in righteousness. God has done three wonderful things to make us perfectly righteous in his sight. He has ended our old life in Adam. He has given us a new life in Christ. And he has given Christ to us as our righteousness which is a gift. Amen. Say the righteousness of God is a gift to me. Now, now I said this is twofold because not only are we in right standing with God, but we have to pursue righteous living. Thank you for those two amens. The rest of you, I'm, you're going to be coming up because you're all backsliders. You're like, I don't know if I've got to pursue righteousness. Yeah, you've got to walk upright. As one preacher said, you've got to live shotgun straight. Have you ever heard that before? We need, a, we, need a, we need a walk to walk and talk to talk, you know. Jesus said, if our righteousness does not exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees, we won't make it. Why? They were a bunch of hypocrites. I don't see any hypocrites in here today. You're walking with God today. You're in church today. Amen. Nobody twisted your arm. God didn't throw a lightning bolt down at you this morning to get to church. You came here freely. I, 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 I hope. <laughs> Some of you may have, been, may have came here kicking and screaming and crying. Amen. But I don't think that's this group. Amen. So we must pursue righteousness. Look at your neighbor and say, pursue righteousness. Amen. So how do you do that, Pastor? How do you pursue righteousness? I'm glad you asked. 2 Timothy 2.22 says it this way. It says, flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness. Hey, that's scripture. Amen. Let me read it again. 2 Timothy 2, verse 22 says it this way. Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So what, when we do this, when we flee, you know, we have to pull Joseph when the, when the wrong temptations are coming our way. Remember Potiphar's wife came on to Joseph, and what did he do? He, he ran. And there, there's only one place in the Bible that tells us to run. You know, real, really, there's no, you know, I'm talking about the armor today to move forward in God, but there's no armor for your back. Why? Because we never retreat. We're like the American flag, you know, those colors never run. Amen. 
I know you're getting something this morning. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? We have no, so we never run from the enemy. We always run towards the enemy. Amen. Like David did. Amen. But there is one time that you need to run, and that's youthful lust, and you better take up running. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? You better run and run from that. Glory to God. Because that will destroy your life. Amen? So it says here, so, so really, the key is that if we keep our conscience clear, then the accuser of the brethren will have no foothold in our lives. Because the devil is constantly trying to accuse us when we do wrong and when we mess up. Is that right? Amen. And sometimes it's not, the, it's not the outer man. Well, yeah, it's a lot of times it's the outer man, our outer man accusing us when we do wrong as well. Our hearts will condemn us. But the Bible says if our heart's not condemning us when we're walking right, then we have confidence before God. And when you have confidence before God, you're walking in high faith. And the devil doesn't want you to have confidence with God. So when you're walking right and doing the right things, it gives you confidence. Amen. It, it will make you bold as a lion. The Bible says actually it's the wicked that flee when nobody's looking. That should not be said of the righteous. No, the righteous are bold as a lion. Let me hear a growl from somebody. No. Amen. Get, get into it. Help me out here. Roar like a lion. I think that's a song or something. Amen. So, so, so we have to continue to pursue righteousness as, as we do that. And another way of doing that is walking in the light, like I said earlier, and we have fellowship with one another. Amen. I'm going to say this, um, understanding that the forgiveness of God is a key understanding of walking in the righteousness of God. We've got to understand that God's forgiveness is perpetual. It continues to keep going as long as we are are examining ourselves and walking in the light. And if we see any darkness in our lives, we repent, which means we turn from those areas, and we keep walking in the light, and then we have perpetual forgiveness. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. It's perpetual forgiveness. Amen. So now another way of moving forward in God is shotting our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And I believe that there's two meanings behind this. We, we as believers possess the gospel of peace with God because of the blood of Jesus. The Bible says because of the blood of Jesus and because of what Jesus did, that gives us peace with God. The blood of Jesus. Whenever the enemy's coming against you with fear, just plead the blood of Jesus. Confess the blood of Jesus. How do we overcome in this life? We, we overcome by pleading the blood of Jesus. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the Bible says in Revelation 12, 11, And the word of our testimony. And so we, we plead the blood. The blood of Jesus puts us in peace. Amen? And also, another meaning is that we can, we can give peace to, to others when we feel God is not mad at unbelievers, but madly in love with unbelievers. You know God's not mad at, at unbelievers this morning. Amen. Can I back that up with scripture? Luke 2, 13 and 14 says it this way. It says, And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. 
So, so what is this saying here? When Jesus came here, and even as a baby, when he came, I'm telling you, we entered the age of grace. Now, I know some will say, well, no, that, it wasn't the age of grace until he was resurrected. But, you know, no, the age of grace came when Jesus was born. I believe that. And so it says here, peace on earth and goodwill towards men. In other words, God's not holding your sins against you this morning. Uh, are you hear what I'm saying? Your sins have already been paid for on the cross 2,000 years ago. There's no need to be hiding behind the trees. You need to be running into the loving arms of Jesus. He's here to restore you this morning. He's here to set you up on high. He's here to love you this morning. You've got to get a revelation of that. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? I'm telling you, God is a lover of our souls. I was talking about that last week. If God wasn't willing to, you know, he, he wasn't willing to, uh, to stop his son from going to the cross. He allowed his son to go to the cross. If he was willing to give his son Jesus to go even to this godless cross and for us, then he's not willing to, to, to um, then he's willing to give us all things, the Bible says. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Do you know how much God loves you this morning? He loves you so much he gave up his son Jesus. The very best, the love of his life was Jesus. And you know God loves you as much as he loves Jesus this morning. I'm going to relate that again. Say, God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. But pastor, you don't know what I did last week. Amen. God loves you this morning. He just wants you to confess it and move forward in him. Amen. So here in John 3, 16 is another verse that backs up what I'm saying. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I like verse 17, it says, that God did not send his son in the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. God's not trying to condemn you this morning. God's trying to bring you up this morning. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? He's not, he's not, listen, listen, can I just back this up with, when Jesus talked about the prodigal son, you could also call that story the loving father. When, when, he, when Jesus talked about this, the prodigal son went out. He was the backslider. And he went out and he did his own thing. But when he came back, he had a speech already ready to tell his father that he had sinned against heaven and God. And, and he had this speech ready. And the father wouldn't even allow him to speak that out. The father saw him, hugged him, and said, listen, and put a ro robe of righteousness on him, put, a feet, uh, uh, put sandals on his shoes, gave him a ring of authority, and, and had a party. Amen. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? That's God's love. That's God's love for each one of us. That's God's love for you. That's God's love for me. He's not, he's not shunning you this morning. He's embracing you. Arms wide open. I heard that song. It's a secular song, but arms wide open. That's Jesus's. His arms are wide open. Are oh, you hear what I'm saying to you? For each one of us. How much does Jesus loves us? He loves us this much. You copied that from another preacher. You bet I did. I did copy that from somebody. I don't know who I did. Us preachers steal everything from everywhere. There's nothing sacred in messages. Glory to God. Yeah, actually, they are all sacred messages, but amen. God knows we do that. Amen. I was watching an interview the other day, and it was uh, 
it was um, Oral Roberts' son. And he, was, and he was being interviewed by another minister. And the minister said, I used to steal your dad's sermons. I never gave him any credit. And, and the son said, you know what? My dad stole some of your sermons and never gave you any credit either. <laughs> I was watching this on TV and I thought, man, I, and I thought I was the only one that did that. Okay. <laughs> amen. Somebody say amen or oh me. Oh my, it's true anyway. Amen. So anyway, where am I at before I messed up this perfectly good message? And anyway, so anyway, we have the shield of faith. Amen. And this, see, what what am I saying to you this morning? I'm saying to you what we possess in God to move forward. These are things that we possess in God. We have the shield of faith that is able to quench every fiery dart of the evil one. And the shield of faith is believing God's word over the circumstances. What are circumstances, you may ask? It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the circumference that you, it's the, it's the place that you stand in. Amen? Circumstance. And hopefully you're not standing in that place of circumstances. You're above the circumstances. You're stepping on the circumstances. Can I get an amen this morning? So anyway, it's, it's, it's um, believing God's word over the circumstances. Do you know Joshua and Caleb, you know, they were the only spies in their generation that made it into the promised land. Why? Because they were able to believe in spite of the circumstances. Lots of people only believe what they see. They're, they're, they're from the show me state. Missouri. Anybody from Missouri in there? Show me. They call it the show me. I don't know why. I hope I'm not offending any Missouris, Missourers in here. Amen. I hope I've said it right. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The show me state. But listen, faith is believing then seeing. Not seeing and then believing. You know, in other words, the Bible says we walk by faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. We walk by faith and not by sight. So we walk by faith. How are we going to move forward? How are we going to move forward this year? we got to walk by faith. i got to believe the finances are coming in from the building. Hallelujah. i got to believe in spite of it. In spite of our financials. Makes you tremble if you knew. Whoo, glory to God. Hey, are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? we got to believe. we just got to step out. Into the water and believe that God's word will hold us up in spite of the waves, in spite of the wind, in spite of the circumstances. We have to continue to believe to move forward in Christ. Onward, Christian soldier. Hallelujah. Say, I'm moving forward in Christ this morning. Hallelujah. We're all moving forward in Christ. Hallelujah. So we walk by faith and not by sight. Another way of moving forward in Christ is that, now I'm talking about the shield of faith now. We have the shield of faith. We possess the shield of faith. Amen. The shield of faith is able to quench every fiery dart of the evil one. Another way, part of this shield is trusting God when things don't look right. Things, man, we're, we live in a world that's not right. We live in a crooked, perverse world. We live in a world. Somebody said, well, this is like hell on earth. No, it's far from hell. 
I call it the in-between place. No, no, some days are heavenly and some days are hellish. And, and this is God trying to reveal to us, you want more of heaven than hell. This is in between. No, you have good days and you have bad days. For God to reveal to you, you better stay close to Jesus because you don't want eternity in the other place. You don't want to be spending eternity with that other guy. Are you hear what I'm saying? Hey, no, I want Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Somebody say Jesus this Jesus. morning. Jesus. Glory to God. He's your Prince of Peace this morning. He's the bright and morning star. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the beginning and the end. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's, he's the Rose of Sharon. He's the Lily of the Valley. Glory to God. Do you know him this morning? Do you know him? Glory to God. Jesus will make you smell good. I, I want to come up with a fragrance, you know. Jesus, the Rose of Sharon. I just got, if we could just bottle that. Glory to God. He, he's like, some say that when they sense the presence of Jesus, I've heard this before, they smell roses. And then when you're in the presence of the other guy, what do you think you smell? No, we won't. We won't go there, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I could go with it. I could go. Okay, we won't go any further than that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody say glory to God. So anyway, number two, the shield of faith. It's trusting God when things don't look right. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says it this way. Trust in the Lord with some of your heart. Oh, that was a reverse translation this morning. Let me fix that here. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. I like one translation puts it this way. He shall make the crooked paths straight. So listen, if, if you're on a crooked path this morning, amen, God can, if you're on that broad road of destruction, he can put you on the narrow road of life. And that narrow road is Jesus. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? And so allow him to do that. How do you do that? You have to trust him regardless of what it looks like. Amen. Another piece of the armor and another uh, thing that we possess is the helmet of salvation. It's a vital part of what we have in Christ. Salvation and our inheritance is really our inheritance in Christ. Uh, you know, it's also called, you know, the helmet of salvation is also called in another, in another uh, letter, it's also called the helmet of hope. I don't know if you knew that or not. In other words, you, you, hope is, is, is a knowing that you have salvation in Jesus. Hope is knowing that you're, you're, when, if you died right now, you know you're going to be in heaven. That's hope. Hope is the anchor of our souls. Hope. Do you have any hope this morning? Do you believe that if you died today, you'll be in the presence of God? Do you, do you have hope this morning? Do you believe that you're going to be taken up on the second load? I used to say, hey, I'm going to be taken up on the first load when Jesus comes back. No, the, no dead in Christ is raised first. But I'll be on the second load. I used to say, yeah, I'll see you here, there, in the air. Yeah. No, no, the dead in Christ. We'll, we'll, we'll go first, 
they're, they're, they will have resurrected bodies before I get mine. Amen? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Or have you gone home? Glory to God. Amen. So the helmet of salvation is, is, is actually called the hope of our salvation. And it's anchor of our souls. And it grounds us when doubt tries to come in to our faith. Anybody ever doubt in here? I'm telling you, you start doubting, it will slow you down from moving forward in God. Don't allow doubt to come into your equation. Don't doubt the love of God. Don't doubt your salvation. Don't doubt the promises of God. Don't allow doubt to come in, glory to God. You have to crush doubt with the truth of God's word. You have to believe and believe that God is doing it, amen? The sword of the spirit we possess. How did Jesus overcome in the wilderness? By saying, it is written. How are we going to overcome and move forward when the enemy's telling us it's not working, it's, it doesn't look right, things aren't adding up? You have to keep speaking the word in the wilderness. And that's how you defeat your enemies. See, the devil, again, I said this before, the devil will never fight you where you're at. He will always fight you where you can be. When you start moving forward in God, that's when the devil starts working. The devil doesn't work on lazy Christians. The devil doesn't work on Christians that aren't moving forward. Why? He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to waste his time. But when you start moving, when I started moving five weeks ago, that we're going to get a building, that we're going to move forward, I'm telling you, it seems like all hell is broken loose against me. And the family. But the devil can't hold back the promises and the blessings of God. When you make a stance and you keep standing, no matter what it looks like, you will receive the promises of God. The Bible says stand and keep standing in your faith. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't back off. Keep pressing in. Until you see the glory of God. Amen. The last key is that we have, we can pray in the Spirit. And pray in the Spirit, man, that's building yourself up on your most holy faith. That's building yourself up. When you don't know how to pray, pray in the Spirit. Just pray in the Spirit. And the Bible says you're praying out mysteries. And you're praying out powerful prayers. Some say the devil doesn't even understand what you're praying. And you can't mess up those prayers. Sometimes we can, we can mess up natural prayers. But you can't mess up praying in the Spirit under the unction of the Holy Spirit. And number two, when you pray in the Spirit, because what the devil will try to do when you're trying to move forward, he will try to get you upset with the circumstances, get you angry with the circumstances, get you, get you frustrated in the circumstances. And so when you pray in the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, building yourself up by your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, and this is the most important part of it, staying in the love of Christ. When you pray in the Holy Spirit, it will keep you in the love of Christ. And when you're walking in the love of Christ, it is, it is grounding, it's keeping your faith grounded because faith works by love. And when you continue to walk in the love of God, you will see the blessings of God rolling in in your life. Do you believe that today? Did you receive it this morning? How many people are moving forward with Pastor David this year? 
Can I get an amen this year? We're moving forward this year. We're going to see greater and greater things this year. Do you believe that today? We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Virginia Beach SDA Church located at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.